Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Lightworker, what I love the most about this episode with Kitty Waters was just how practical and grounded her approach was with regards to finding and following our life purpose. Many spiritual teachers, including myself, teach about finding our life purpose, yet each one of us approaches it from a different perspective. And I believe that the more spiritual teachers we expose ourselves to and the more perspectives we take into consideration, the better equipped we become to getting clear on our life purpose. And Kitty's approach is very grounded. She encourages us to stop over-depending on the universe and on spirituality for support and strikes a perfect balance between spirituality and practical tools to managing ourselves on the journey to finding our life purpose. 
Specifically, we talk about how to tune into our soul and get clear on what our purpose is. Overcoming limiting beliefs that keep us stuck in soul-crushing jobs and prevent us from taking action. She lays out a practical action plan to transitioning into a more fulfilling career. And she also gives us some guidance about how to consult our intuition when making career changes. And her, her approach to following our intuition is again very grounded and very practical, which I adore. Alrighty, if you'd like to join me live for one of the recordings of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, these happen on Instagram, so be sure to follow me at George Lizos. And I go live every Wednesday with a new spiritual teacher. Be sure to be checking my stories as this is where I announce the new episodes. Also, come on and hang out with me in my free private Facebook group for lightworkers called Your Spiritual Toolkit. It's like a virtual Hogwarts where we share spiritual tools that will help us follow our purpose more fully. Alrighty, I'm going to leave you to it. Enjoy this episode with Kitty Waters. I'm so excited to have here with me Kitty Waters, who is a transformational teacher and thought leader. She's the host of the Kitty Talk Talks podcast and the creator of the Do Your Dharma online course. Kitty's life has gone full circle after having recovered from a nervous breakdown in her 20s, depression, drug and alcohol abuse. Leaving her corporate job behind, she set out to launch Kitty Talks, a social enterprise aimed at inspiring a generation of change makers to following their passion and purpose and making a difference on the planet. Kitty, it is such a pleasure to have you here with me. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. I know we're going to have an incredible conversation. Now, I want to start from the beginning, Kitty. I want you to give us your hero's journey, your journey of losing your purpose, finding your purpose, all the steps you took to bring yourself to the empowered state where you are right now, teaching other people how to find their own life purpose. Well, it's quite a journey and quite a story, George. So thank you so much for asking. Um, my 20s were interesting to say the least um i i I, like you believe that we choose our parents and we choose them for their experience that we want on earth and we had a huge history of depression in the female side of my family and i had learned that way of being and that behavior and i also had very black and white thinking from my father which is this is right and this is wrong and actually at the age of 22 i had an affair Um, with a man who was engaged to be married to another woman. Um, And I hated myself. I did not like what I was doing and I didn't tell anybody and I internalized all the emotions and I didn't cry. Crying I viewed as weak in my family. You did not cry. Um, And so consequently, I never let my emotions out and they went round and round and round and this resulted in a nervous breakdown. Um, So my 20s, George, were littered with depression And then I was using kind of drugs and alcohol to cover up my unhappiness, basically. Um, But this all changed for me when I had a bit of a spiritual awakening at the age of 28. Um, For the astrologers in the audience, your Saturn's return is at about 28 years old. And that's all about going from childhood to adulthood. And for me, I essentially shifted from very much being a child into an adult. And how I did that was um, 
my mother actually tried to commit suicide and um, I was very much guided to where my mum had tried to commit suicide by a voice in my head. Um, and luckily for me, we managed to get to my mum, we managed to, oops, just dropped you. Uh, we managed to look after her and everything was okay. But the experience really, really woke me up um, because I was like, well, how can I have a voice in my head? You know, where's this come from? This person was leading and guiding me. And actually, I'd always been looking for something more than I could see. Like I'm sure a lot of your listeners, um, you know, where we've had experiences where, is this it? You know, is this all that life has really got to offer? Um, and the best thing about that experience, although it was incredibly paradigm shifting, you know, my whole paradigm fell apart and was rebuilt. It sent me down a spiritual and personal development rabbit hole. And so I then spent a long time like, well, now it's the rest of my life I'm going to spend educating myself and learning and growing. Um, but I very much shifted and changed how I started to live life. Um, I was at that time in a job that although I was being paid a lot of money, um, and actually, to be fair, I did enjoy my job at points, and it was definitely part of my dharma, um, because I'm always, I always believe that we're being prepared for our dharma in some shape or form, whether we realize it or not. Um, it got to a point where I wasn't enjoying it, and um, I spent two years not enjoying it, but not listening to the signs and the signals. Um, you know, the signs and the things signals, if you're listening to this, you know, and you're in a job and you don't really want to be there, that's a sign. That's a signal. Um, signs and signals come in four different gateways, your mind, your body, your spirit and your emotions. And so if you are feeling frustrated, if you are getting tense every time you have to go to work, that's your body saying, oh, I don't really want to be doing this anymore. And those are the signs that we need to listen to. And those are the signs that we need to follow. But unfortunately, we get trapped into fearful thinking. I can't find myself another job better than this. There's nothing there out for me. You know, I'm scared. I don't want to leave. Um, and that's totally normal. If you're going through those emotions, that is totally normal because we're human beings. Um, but I just want you to know that on the other side of that is the path and your dharma that is awaiting for you. So what I teach, George, is helping people to tune into their inner voice and listen to those signs and those signals. Um, so they don't stay in the soul sucking job, job for longer than they need to. And actually, rather than getting to a point where there's a break, you know, where you get made redundant, where you quit because you just can't stand it anymore, um, where it kind of goes horrendously wrong, what I teach and work with my students on is recognizing when to move and how to stay in alignment with Dharma so it flows beautifully through your life. What a powerful story, Katie. And what really struck me with your story are the limiting beliefs that really had you stuck in your job so you couldn't leave. And I feel that we all have a passion, we all have a dream, we all say someday I will, I dream of the day when I could do that. And yet, we keep ourselves stuck in soul-crushing, depressing, unfulfilling jobs. Mm. What do you think are the biggest fears, frustrations, or limiting beliefs that keep us stuck and prevent us from taking action and following our dreams? Well, first of all, we all have the same one, that we're not enough. You know, we all believe we're not good enough, we're not strong enough, we're not clever enough, we're not intelligent enough, we're not old enough, we're not young enough. <laughs> you know, the list can go on. And it's fascinating. Like, we've just started my Do Your Dumber course. 
um, and I had had our first call on Sunday and I was saying to the group of, there's a 20 of us, and I said, who's experienced these emotions? And every single person, every single person put up their hand, you know. If you are um, stuck but and you're feeling it, you know, the best thing that you can do is to dig into what is it you're scared of? You know, take a piece of paper, write it down, write down, if you were to leave your job, what is the worst that could happen? You know, and you might find that generally the the real fears aren't that, they're not that big, they're not that scary. Because say you left your job, I'm sure you can get another one. Um, you know, the thing is you want to get one that's more in alignment with who you are and what you want to be doing. And with your purpose and with your dharma, like George and I had a beautiful podcast session the other week. And we've had to evolve into what we're doing now. It doesn't just happen overnight. You have to grow, you have to learn, and you have to let your purpose unveil itself to you. So if you have an idea and an inkling that you want to be doing something like maybe what George and I are doing, then you have to, you know, you don't, you have to build it. You know, it will come, but you have to take action one step and one foot in front of the other every day. So we're not good enough. That is the biggest um, fear that we have that prevents us from getting stuck. And I love, I love what you said about um, letting it unfold because sometimes we are under so much pressure to find our purpose, find our purpose, find our purpose. Whereas if we just relax a little bit and realize that our purpose is also trying to find us and it's also searching for us, then we realize we're, we're not just ourselves like lost in the world. We have angels, we have the universe, we have synchronicities guiding us and uh, arranging the perfect circumstances for us to meet our life purpose in a way. Beautiful. Now, before, um, while I was preparing for this interview, I was thinking about the life purpose. It's, it's the most, the number one question I'm being asked by life workers, by spiritual teachers, what is my life purpose? So I've, I've teach a lot about it and I ponder a lot about it. And a question popped into my mind today that I wanted to present to you as well. What are the stakes of not following our life purpose? How are we going to suffer? How is the world going to suffer? How, what is the world going to miss if one person doesn't follow their life purpose? So I love this question, first of all. What a beautiful, beautiful question. So um, I have studied the principles and, of Dharma. And what the beautiful principle of Dharma is that if everybody on the planet did their Dharma, we would bring the world back into balance. Because actually... Every single soul that comes to earth, there's a purpose and a reason for them, and the world needs you. And your job is to uncover and discover yourself and to become the highest, fullest version of yourself. So the best optimum, I suppose, answer is that if we all did our purpose, then the world would solve the problems that the world is going through at the moment. And I, well, obviously I've studied this subject, so there's only 13% of the planet currently doing their dharma, currently engaged in what they're doing on a daily basis, which means that 87% of the planet is out of alignment with their purpose. So no wonder our world does not work very well at the moment. So my work, George's work, I think we all have the same work, actually. Our, all of our, every single person on this planet is put on this earth to help shift and change consciousness, to help increase consciousness on the planet. But we all have our unique and individual way of doing that. So our role is to uncover that. And I would love to just 
clarify when I say about uncovering, like I think people have a misnomer, George, about purpose. They think they need to wake up one day and know why they're on the planet. And it just does not work like that. You know, it doesn't work like that. You might have an inkling, like one of my friends is an amazing artist and he, every day he's getting stronger and stronger. He's practicing, he's practicing. So he's got a kind of inkling about what he's going towards. But if you're doing something like George and I are doing, it's a very different, um, unconventional career path. So if you're listening to this and you're a bit, you're, you know, you're self-deeming yourself a failure because you don't know why you're here, that's perfectly normal. The thing you need to do is follow your highest excitement. Follow the things that give you joy, that bring you bliss, that excite you. Excitement is a compass that you need to follow. And that is taking you to the next best thing available to you. So that might even be, if you're in your soul-sucking job, it might even be the next job. That next job might give you some skills that are gonna help you in a three or four years time. We are always being prepared for our purpose. We just may not be aware of it and conscious of it. I love that, I love that. And again, it's that element of just not expecting too much from ourselves and allowing ourselves, allowing our journey to unfold. Now, I wanna take a step back and talk about how to find our life purpose, but also want you to tell us the difference, if there is a difference between the Dharma and our life purpose. Some people may not be familiar with the term Dharma. So what is the Dharma? Do we all have one? And how does it relate to the life purpose? Yeah, sure. So um, Dharma effectively is a word that comes from the Indian languages and religions. And actually Dharma means different things in different uh, Indian languages and different setups. But when I talk about Dharma, I'm talking from the Vedic texts. So the simplest and easiest way to describe the Vedic texts would be the almost the Indian equivalent of the Bible, very ancient text. And the information was passed down to kings and queens and to sages. And so it was kind of kept to the upper echelons of life to understand. But the concept of Dharma is, it actually means from a practical perspective, the path of right action, right action for the individual and the planet at the same time. So if you unpack that, if you kind of go into that a bit more, what does that mean? The path of right action for the individual, but also for the planet at the same time. Well, what Dharma stipulates is your passions, plus your unique gifts and talents, plus social need equals your dharma. Mm. So every single person is passionate about something completely different. That's fantastic. Your job is to go explore your passions, uncover them, find out what they are. Then you combine that with your unique talents. It took me a long time to realize that I'm a good communicator. You know, it took me mid twenties for me to understand that I love to communicate. I love to take big concepts and make them simple. And what is it that you are uniquely good at? Another one of my students, she is an amazing writer and she just loves to write. And she gets so empowered and inspired when she writes. That's, that's almost a pointer for her to keep doing that because it makes her feel so alive. George, I know you must have the same with your work. It invigorates you. It makes you feel alive. You love it. And that is a fantastic indication of what you should be doing. So your passions plus your unique talents plus social needs. So when I say social mean, it need, it means something that is of benefit to others. So, for example, 
If you're an artist, people are gaining light and love through your art. If you're a writer, you know, you're inspiring people through your words. You know, what is it that you do that helps and serves other people? Because that's where you get the real, real fulfillment. So to give you an example how your purpose can change and evolve, I used to be in a recruitment job. My soul-sucking job for 12 years was a recruitment job. But actually, when I started that job, I loved it because I was helping people. I was serving people. But as I grew, as I evolved, after 12 years, the company was bought out. And it wasn't about helping people. It was about money. And it was only about money. And then I couldn't do it because it, it, didn't, it didn't resonate with me anymore. So your purpose will evolve and it will change over the course of your life. You know, if you're a mum listening to this, then right at this present moment, a lot of your purpose is going to be being the best mother you possibly can. As you evolve and change, as your life path changes, as your kids grow a bit older, then it will evolve and change as well. So I just think, sorry. Right, <laughs> I don't just, worry. I was just going to say, I just think it's so important that people realize whatever they're doing right this second, there's some meaning and value to their unfolding dharma. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And speaking of money, how do we find the balance between following our passion but at the same time making a living? Because drawing from my own path, I worked a full-time job similar to you while at the same time I worked my spiritual business. So how do we find a balance between how do we manage a soul-crushing job, for example, um, if we need it to make buy, but at the same time we need to follow our purpose? Because sometimes I feel people's biggest block is yes, believing the that they need yeah. to quit everything and just follow their passion 100%. Should we be doing that? I personally wouldn't recommend that because you cannot manifest and create from a place of survival. Mm. So whenever I work with my clients, I always make sure that they know exactly what their outgoings are and exactly what they need to make on a monthly basis to be comfortable. And then generally speaking, what we do is we start to transition them over. So like you, George, you know, I was building my coaching business on the side. I've still got my other businesses that support me. Um, and slowly but surely, you build a business which you can step into. But what's fascinating for me is when you do your dharma, when you get in flow with who you are and what you're supposed to be doing, miracles can happen. So I'll give you an example from my own life. When I left my job, to I had this beautiful idea that I wanted to set up the non-profit organization that I've now been running for six years. And I was so excited by it. Excitement is your compass. 
I was literally every day obsessed by it. I wrote about it. I thought about it. I talked about it. I was manifesting it. When I went into my boss to say, I'm really sorry, I can't do this job anymore because I really want to set up this nonprofit. I had the most amazing experience where I felt like I was out of body watching myself talking to her. It was flooding out of me what I wanted to do with my life. And my boss turned around and said, well, how about you work three days a week for me and you can spend two days working on what you want to do? And I never would have even thought of it. Um, another guy in our course, he's just um, taken four days a week because he's got, he just went into his boss and said, I'm ready. <laughs> wow. Wow. Really, the universe, when, you, when we show up for ourselves, the universe shows up for ourselves as well. It's all about us taking the action so that the universe can come in and support us. Thank you for demonstrating that. So I like to give practical action plans and guidelines to people. So what are some practical action steps we can take or some guidance Let's say someone wants to leave a soul-crushing job and transition into doing something more spiritual, for example. What are the steps they need to take to transition progressively while also ensuring that they can uh, make by? Okay, so um, I think it depends on where they're at in the journey. So, for example, my Do Your Dharma course is all about getting people clear to understand what their dharma is and actually how to take the first steps. And we look at success and we look at mindset and we give them the tools to enable them to effectively not only uncover their purpose, but then set them up for life so they can have the mindset for success for the rest of their lives. So if you don't have an idea what you want to do, but you know that you're not supposed to be doing what you're doing because you can feel it, you feel stuck, you feel frustrated, then I encourage you to come and check out what my work and what we do. Um, if you are a little bit further down the path and you have an idea about what your business is, then you know you literally just have to start building it on the side. Um, I personally am an entrepreneur, so I've always worked at weekends, I have always worked later at night, and when you work on your passion, it doesn't feel like a work, it doesn't feel like a job, it doesn't feel like work. So actually you can work a lot harder and you will feel energized from it rather than drained. So I think the first thing to do is to look to bring, to work out, to get clarity, to work out your outgoings, to basically look at what money you need to survive on a monthly basis, and then look, look, look at where you could create time to build on your side hustle. You're so right, because I'm taking from my own um, example, I thought going self-employed would just free so much time and I would have so much time to read books and just be out. And then I realized I love what I do so much. I just work all day long and I don't realize until it's like 12 a.m. and I have to go to sleep. So when, you, when we follow our passion, it just feels, it doesn't feel like work, it feels like play, which is the wonderful thing about that. Thank you for this action plan. I, I love um, all the guidance you provided about and the, the, the practicality of it as to know what your outgoings are, know how much money you need to support yourself because that's something that we tend to forget and overlook, especially in the spiritual community because we over-depend on spirit sometimes for support and we don't realize we got to do our math as well. Yes. Now, Kitty, how you talk a lot. I went through the, the course plan for the Do Your Dharma course, which you're going to talk to us a little bit about later. But... I, I saw you mentioning the last module, 
but you teach people as part of the course how to follow their intuition in guiding their path. So how do we use our intuition to making career changes? How do we trust our intuition? How do we know it is our intuition and not our ego coming in to sabotage, it, to sabotage us? How do we know the difference between the two is what I'm asking basically? Sure. Well, I would probably break it down in some slightly different way to make it simpler than that. I think I mentioned before that messages come through your mind, your body and your spirit. So if you think about your mind, you may be frustrated, you may be not happy with what you're doing. You know, that is a sign in itself. And you may get a flash of inspiration from your mind. You might get a download. Oh, that's a good idea. So mind, body. So how are you feeling? <laughs> how are you feeling about what it is that you're doing? If you are joyous, expansive, happy, oh my goodness, then that's a great sign. If you feel like, oh my goodness, this is just terrible. What am I doing? Like, you know, and you feel it and you're tense and you're stressed and you're anxious. Again, it's a great sign. Mind, body, spirit. How do you feel? Do you feel uplifted or do you feel crushed? Um, you have to look, look at your reactions and how you behave and intuitively interpret those as signposts. Because I think your intuition, you do get flashes of intuition. Your intuition grows as you trust yourself and as you go on the right path. But I like the description of mind, body, spirit and emotions because it's something that we can really simply distinguish. And not many people talk about it. They talk about intuition, you know, and if you haven't really worked that muscle would be the way I would describe it because intuition is a muscle that you have to describe. Have a look at the four different gateways, mind, body, spirit and emotions. Again, how does whatever you're doing make you feel? If you feel upset, you know, again, you just have to look at all of these things as signposts. And so what we need to do is we need to tweak what we're doing and where we're headed and what we're, where we're going dependent on the gateway information. So, <laughs> so I'm sure you're thinking about now where you're at in your life. You know, think about your job, think about your career, think about your relationship. Are you ignoring the little flashes of, oh, I'm not sure this is the right person for me, but actually I don't want to be not in a relationship because I'd rather be with somebody. You know, that's just your fear that's keeping you small. So we have to learn to be honest with ourselves and we have to learn to distinguish between fearful uh, emotions and fear that is keeping us small and also what it is that we are feeling from the four different gateways. I love the practical way you describe that because actually intuition communicates as well through our mind, body, spirit and emotions. So it, sometimes it's easier to talk about the different practical ways that intuition can communicate with us rather than seeing it as this force outside of ourselves that we need to consult to, um, to make decisions in our lives and just realize that intuition just flows through us. It's embodied in a way, as you've just mentioned. So Kitty, talk to us about the Do Your Dharma course. Who is the ideal audience and what will people get out of the course? Well, Do Your Dharma, yes, somebody said like writing your shadow down. Yes, beautiful. Um, Do Your Dharma was inspired through my own journey. I ignored a lot of what I've just talked about and consequently, I really didn't have a good time of it. It was 
stressed, anxious, depressed, drug, alcohol problem, hiding, not really wanting to look at what I was doing, essentially. So what I have done with Do Your Dharma is I have looked at my 12 years of personal growth experience. I have studied Dharma. I have also interviewed over 115 thought leaders who are all taking on the world and they're all basically doing their dharma and they're helping humanity grow and they're so lit up because they're just having incredible lives they're probably like one of those ones that you watch on instagram and you think oh my god how do they do that you know um so i've taken all that information and i've knowledge and i've broken it down into a really simple eight steps course and what we do is we take people through this process and the process essentially demystifies the subject of dharma for you because that in itself will give you a different lens and a different way of looking at life. And when you look at life through a dharmic lens, you suddenly get this clarity. So I talked about it this evening. When you look at your excitement as a compass, when you look at your stress and your emotions, negative ones, as a sign that, hold on, what am I doing? I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be feeling like this. It totally tra transforms the way you live your life and also how you look at your life. So we demystify the subject of Dharma for you initially. And then what we do is we help you get to understand who you are. We go to school. We learn about geography, maths, English. We either come out thinking we're clever or stupid. We don't understand who we are. My wish for school education is that people get to uncover and discover what they're good at what they're passionate about, what they're uniquely talented in. So that's what we do in the course. We help you get clear. What are your passions? What are your unique talents? How can you serve the world? And what is it you love? And what is it you enjoy? So that's part of the process. We then look at your limiting beliefs, because as soon as you start to work out where you want to go, you think, oh my God, I can't do this. You know, there's no way I can do it. And of course, all those limiting beliefs come up to be activated. You know, I've got one of my amazing students now, she's just having some problems at work. And I was saying, right, great time. We're going to do something even better. And of course, what will come up because she's human is, oh my goodness, how am I going to pay the bills? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? You know, all her fear, it will be activated. It will come up. So what we're going to do is we're going to, we take all our students through a process of what are your limiting beliefs? And one of my students really uncovered that she was using her daughter to hold her back. And she wasn't uh, fully stepping into her own dharma or her daughter's dharma because she was basically using her daughter as an excuse. And so you start to see the reasons and the things that are holding you back. And then once we've taken you through that process, we really get clear on your life vision. Because I'm a true, huge believer in you don't get in a car without knowing where you're going. But most people live their lives without having a clue about what it is or where, it, where they want to go. So we start to create a life vision. You know, where, how do you want your life to look in two, three years time? What's the dream? You know, one of my students is an amazing artist and he wants to have a fantastic studio by the beach. You know, he needs to visualize it. He needs to get clear on it. And then day by day, he's going to take action to go towards it. So we work on your vision. But then the secret source is your mindset. We really look at your mindset. And basically, we give you the tools to continue forward and create a mindset for success. So the best bit of the course, I think, is we show you how to maintain your dharmic flow. We show you what happens. Say, for example, something happens in life. Say, you know, I'm afraid life is always going to happen. It could be someone passes away. It could be, you know, there's something bad happening in the family. We show you how to manage the bumps in the road. 
And I also teach a lot about the emotional vibrational scale. And I show, show people how to stay at the top of the emotional vibrational scale. Um, so it's eight weeks and we do weekly calls and it's all online as well. There's kind of an online element to it as well. And as I said, we've got, got a lot of people going through it at the moment. And I know you're running it right now. So when is the next time people can join? Well, we are, if anyone was desperate to join, I would consider joining if they wanted to catch up. They've got a week to catch up on. If you're really keen to join us, let me know. Um, but I will be doing it after Christmas as well. Perfect. Kitty, thank you so much for joining me today. Please let, let people know where they can get in touch with you, where they can reach you and learn about your services aside from the Do Your Dharma course. Um, what is the best medium? Well, come and join my free Facebook group. We've got a fantastic Facebook community, Kitty Talks, uh, on Facebook. And you can come. I do weekly Facebook lives on topics of your choice. Uh, obviously, I'm on Instagram, Kitty underscore Talks. I'd love you to join us there. Um, and we also have a website. If you'd like to sign up on the website, it's kittytalks.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much for holding the space with me. Thank you so much for talking about such an important topic that's at the heart of every single person around the world. No matter if you're spiritual or not, we all care about our purpose. And thank you for giving us a practi practical guidelines and steps that we can take to really follow our purpose and our dharma. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.